Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Eckbird, here at StopStrugglingNow.com. And today, we're going to talk about the fear, uncertainty, and doubt the FUD. What does me and Kathy Woods have in common? Well, this is interesting. I'm going to go over it in this video. That's right, Kathy Wood of ARK Invest. And welcome. Stop Struggling Now gear. Check. And please like, subscribe, and click the bell below so you get the latest updates. Now, let's get to it. Thank you for being here at the Stop Struggling Now YouTube channel page. And once again, please share the videos so we can help thousands, if not millions of other people. And I want to point out, as usual, there's a join button over here on the right-hand side. We've had a lot of new members joining, and I want to thank you. I appreciate your support. And if you're a member of the join button and you sign up, then under the community tab, you receive messages specifically for you on some stock alerts crypto alerts and any other financial alerts that come up and i do one or two videos a month specifically for members of the channel members of the channel also get additional perks they actually have different chats that they can actually little emojis that they have that other people will not have and there's also some other gear that a person can get once they're a member long enough which i forgot about also as another perk so i just wanted to say that now let's get into this because kathy wood the superstar investor over the last like 10 to 15 years with her arc funds let's find out all of a sudden february 22nd i do a video i'll show you right here february 22nd i do a video fear uncertainty and doubt why did I do a video? Because around February 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, the stock market was going down. And I just wanted to get everybody at the Stop Struggling Now Nation under control with this fear, uncertainty, and doubt because the stock market was going down. Most people are trying to sell. That's when you need to start buying. This is why I'm going to play some clips from me and Kathy Wood a little bit differently so you guys will be able to check this out. Now, even though I don't have this queued up, Kathy Wood video, you can go to ARK Invest. It is March 5th. Two weeks after I do my fear, uncertainty, and doubt, you will see what she's talking about. But I'm just a ordinary guy on YouTube. No financial advisor. Don't run a fund. But it's interesting. That there's FUD. And she's talking about it March 5th after I talked about it February 22nd. So people at SSN Nation already knew what time it was. But let's get into it. Curtis Davis is in the house. Otherwise known as my new nickname for him is Mr. Financial. That's what I call him. Fred White, bro, you already made me a lot of money. Thank you so much, Fred White. I appreciate you saying that. Because that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. This FUD. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Where was everybody last year when there was FUD, when the stock market dropped 30%, 35%, 
what were they saying then? They weren't talking about any buying any stocks. They weren't talking about buying any crypto. But we weren't scared. We were talking about it here. Buy it while it was low. And right now when the stocks go down, we don't have to sweat because we bought so low. The stock could drop 50% and we're still good. Feels good. I got to admit. But thank you so much, Fred White. I appreciate that glowing endorsement. Well, it certainly has been uh, an exciting week. I guess you could call it an exciting week. It's given us lots of opportunities. Um, we had uh, an analyst join us uh, today. First day is today, Will Summerlin. He will be uh, following artificial intelligence and partnering with uh, Max Friedrich uh, on our FinTech strategy. And uh, the first words as he was introducing himself today to the rest of the firm, his, uh, his first words to us were, uh, it is an exciting time to be alive. And ARC is at the forefront of all of the amazing changes taking place out there. Uh, so that was very gratifying to hear, especially after the last few weeks. Uh, I know there's a lot of fear, uncertainty and doubt evolving in the world out there. Uh, but we're doing a lot of original research. We have a five-year investment time horizon. And we are truly excited about the opportunities that the last few weeks have presented us. Uh, as you know, our uh, minimum hurdle rate of return for any stock to enter our strategies uh, is 15% at a compound annual rate over five years. That's a doubling over five years. Uh, well, you can imagine uh, what has happened over the last few weeks. Uh, market activity alone has taken that projected rate. And again, it's just a projection. We could be wrong. The world could end there. I have, uh, I'm sure I have compliance uh, monitoring me very carefully when I say this, so I want to say it correctly. Uh, but uh, according to our projections, uh, what these last two weeks have done is handed uh, those who are averaging in to these sorts of strategies, any innovation strategies, um, a gift, uh, because we do believe we're on the right side of change. And uh, disruptive innovation, transformative innovation is, is going to uh, deliver exponential growth trajectories for many of our companies. In fact, most of them. Uh, uh, the growth rates are, uh, are, are enormous, and uh, I think some people find them unbelievable. Uh, to give you an example, uh, electric vehicles. Uh, we expect unit sales of electric vehicles globally, including China, to compound at an 82% annualized rate during the next five years. Uh, most people, when they see a number like that, they'll just say, I don't believe it. It's not possible. And the reason for that, the reason we face that uh, skepticism often is because uh, of where the automobile industry is right now. It's very mature. It's not growing. In fact, we believe it has peaked. And, uh, and that, that means all cars uh, are in secular decline. Now, regarding this fear, uncertainty and doubt, we're going to go through it again, ladies and gentlemen. Who does benefit from this type of information. That's what you have to start thinking about. Jamie Dimon, Warren Buffett, ever since 2010, 2011, up until like Jamie Dimon took seven years to talk about crypto as being a viable, ob uh, a, a viable asset.
Meanwhile, they were, you know, buying it up while they're telling you it's fraud, it's fake, you know, trying to keep the price down. So Warren Buffett up until last year was talking about crypto's no good. And right now, even my man at Microsoft is saying crypto's no good. All I'm trying to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, all this FUD, if you were to listen to these clowns, yeah, you heard me. These clowns, just because they make a lot of money doesn't mean you are very smart sometimes. Sometimes you rest on your laurels and then you give out FUD. So by telling people not to buy over the last 10 years, people have a thousand times their money. But let's just go in the last two years. You've already a thousand times your money. Two years ago, I just looked it up today because we were talking about cloud token in 2018. And the funny part is I just went back today because I was doing a little research and I noticed September 7th uh, of 2018, Ether was around $180, $190 a share or, or, or a coin. And right now, Ether's at 17, 18, 1900. That's 10 times your money in two years. From 180 to 1700, almost $1,800 right now. I'm sorry. That's a pretty good return, ladies and gentlemen, while they're telling you not to buy it. Bitcoin at the time was only around two, 2,500, three grand. And now Bitcoin's at $50,000. And if you'd have been listening to these guys that's giving FUD for crypto, you would have missed out on all these gains. But lucky for you and members who were here two and a half, three years ago, we didn't miss out on the FUD because that's when I was saying, buy some, stock it up, get yourself a little bit. So we're all ahead, ladies and gentlemen, doing great. Not listening to the FUD, the fear, the uh, the misunderstood because you have to remember in America, it's all propaganda. They always want to make sure that you feel it's too hard, that you're confused, that you have doubts because they don't want you to put your money into some other vehicle that can help you. The people's money, for instance, in this case, all called crypto. They want you to put it in a bank. They want you to give it to a 401k fund. Who do you think controls all of that? They can snatch it away at any time that they want to. But if you have your own crypto and it goes up in value, they can't snatch it away, ladies and gentlemen. So even right now, when these things have went up 10 times, almost 15 times, 20 times their original number just from a year or two ago, they're still giving you some FUD. And just today on CNBC and other channels, they're going, oh, the upcoming Bitcoin crash. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get real. People are finding out dollar bills and fiat currency is not where it's going to be at, especially once you're able to buy things worldwide using crypto, which you can already do in certain instances. So this is why I had to talk about this FUD, because it goes across the board. It's not just for crypto. It's for gold, silver, and precious metals as well. The guys have been manipulating that. Go look it up. Go Google Chase manipulating gold, silver, and precious metals. And you know what happened? All they got was a fine. Nobody's going to jail. They're not trying to protect you. But meanwhile, they're trying to hold these prices down so they can buy and store it up 
And then once they stop manipulating it, it starts skyrocketing. So the ordinary citizen doesn't get the bulk of that. So these big time one percenters are sitting there going, see, look at us. We're marketing geniuses. But it isn't that hard when you have the people's money in your bank and you're using the people's money to buy this stuff. And then they want to give us zero percent interest on our money. You guys do understand, right, when you're giving your money to the bank that they get to leverage that money. That's right. Your money at a bank, they're leveraging it, getting loans, using our money to sit out there and create derivatives and then say they're geniuses as they try to keep the market down. And then they're using our money against us to buy the very thing that we need to buy. What a game. What a racket. And then charges for ATM fees. Come on now. You guys know how this is going. Elevated options activity in our funds, both uh, on the strong days and and on the weekdays. Um, well, that that probably is the case. And uh, here I'm going to, to give you a sense of why I think that's the case. Um, I think that there are, there is a big difference between the way institutional investors look at investing and retail investors. I mean, we know that, that the Tesla example is a good one to, uh, to illustrate the differences. And I know there was a lot of frustration and it seems to have been pent up uh, over many years uh, about uh, Tesla and, uh, and uh, you know, our research on it lots of fear, uncertainty, and doubt uh, with which we had to contend. Uh, but, but we thought it was a good thing, the, the, the debate. Uh, the, the, a lot of institutions are, set up, are not set up actually to analyze a stock like Tesla. Uh, they, the, the, and I'm not saying all institutions, but I'm, I'm saying most institutions. And the reason for that is after the tech and telecom bust uh, 20 years ago, almost to the day, March 10th, uh, it started 21 years ago. Um, and then on top of that, the 08, 09 uh, meltdown in the equity markets and the bond markets, uh, there developed a lot of uh, risk aversion and volatility became a bad word. Uh, we have a volatile strategy. Uh, and we use that volatility to our benefit, trading uh, around uh, positions. Uh, volatility is not a bad word in a bull market. Volatility, you've seen, uh, you've seen what happens in a, a down market. Uh, what has happened is um, institutions tend to be very benchmark sensitive. And I'm gonna use Tesla as an example here. Tesla, as you know, many of you know, did not enter the benchmarks until last fall um, when it was over $500 billion in market cap. So there was a lot of um, uh, invest, there were a lot of investment returns to have up to that 500 billion and we were happy to be there. Uh, and we're happy that institutions are joining us now. Market that has changed that uh, because a five-year investment time horizon um, uh, you know, doesn't, the, the, the research doesn't change. Uh, we haven't seen anything to change our, uh, research assumptions or conclusions. In fact, during periods of turmoil, 
and elevated risk and fear, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, innovation actually gains more traction faster. The coronavirus was the best example I've ever seen of it. But even markets like uh, today will, since we're still in a, a period of heightened risk around the coronavirus, will probably uh, encourage decision makers who were maybe on the fence about a new technology to jump off and just say, okay, let's go. Uh, so I, I am never uh, afraid of uh, times like this. Let's go, Fred White. UAVS is at 9.30. I like it because some of us got in when it was G Money special. George Maple gave it to us and it was $1.98, $1.50 at the time, $2. That was like seven months ago, eight months ago. And a lot of us took advantage of that. And then when it went up to $3, we took some more advantage. When it went up to $4, we bought some more because it's a drone company, ladies and gentlemen. Drones are coming. Artificial intelligence is coming. There is AI in drones so they can miss each other. They don't hit wires and trees and things like that. There's chips in these things. So if there's a whole industry, it's coming. All right. Wilson Koo, that's right. Give the man his due. And just to address one other question, this bubble question, we are not in a bubble. Although compliance would have me say, I do not believe we are in a bubble. Uh, uh, rightly, uh, is is because of how many uh, how many questions we get about being in a bubble, and uh, and how much fear there is uh, that we're in a bubble, is because the seeds of what um, we believe will happen during the next five years. So these five innovation platforms involving fourteen to technologies, the seeds for all of them were planted more than 20 years ago in the tech and telecom bubble and even before that. So the PC and the internet together. Um, and then the internet, of course, the bubble uh, uh, caused a rush of capital into what in, they were actually the dream at the time. The dream was right. Uh, it was just 20 to 25 years too early. Amazon maybe being an exception, an important one and showing the way. Uh, uh, and so therefore, we're in the period of reality. The seeds are beginning to flourish. Uh, we are ready for prime time. That is what we truly believe. And uh, so this notion of a bubble, I think is born once again, out of the benchmark sensitivity and backwards looking nature of a lot of in institutional investors out there. Uh, so the other thing I'll say about this is what they should be worried about uh, is, is not our strategies or innovation-based strategies. They should be worried about their strategies uh, because the other side of disruptive innovation is creative destruction. And when we're talking about the S&P 500, we think creative destruction is going to impact nearly 50% of the S&P 500 and, and, that, uh, and that we measure um, uh, in two ways by uh, uh, looking at the fixed assets out of there that will become stranded. And there are hundreds of billions, if not trillions 
uh, fixed assets out there that will be stranded. And of course, we also look at the market uh, cap exposure uh, in those groups. Investors in saying that we are going to draw, keep interest rates down at all costs. I think a lot of investors wanted to, to hear uh, him say, yes, we're going to try and control the yield curve. Well, by the way, that, that really has never worked in our country. So I don't know why investors would think uh, that it would work this time. Um, government spending is is nothing more than future taxation in one shape uh, in one shape or form. Um, whether it's inflation, which is a regressive tax, wh whether it's outright uh, taxation, which this administration um, seems to be uh, veering towards. Uh, this is not good. Uh, capital gains taxes, corporate taxes, uh, tax rates going up. Um, I, I think uh, it shouldn't surprise the market. Uh, the, the fiscal policy, the fiscal stimulus has been in place for more than a year now, or for about a year now. And, um, and with that is going to come uh, taxation. Well, now rubber's going to meet the road. We'll find out what kind. And you know how we do this. Please share the videos to help other people and please like, subscribe and click the bell below so you get the latest updates. And I know it's hard out here. And that's why we have to stay diligent. Don't let them fudge you out of decisions because you believe that you're gonna lose some money. Make your investments when there's blood in the streets. That's the best time to do it. When they're giving you FUD, trying to make you feel like you shouldn't be doing investments, it's actually the other way around. They're giving it to you so they can buy cheap. That's when you should be buying cheap as well. Just remember that the propaganda machine is at work 24 hours a day. And with all that said, keep your head up, keep moving, and I'm out.